0: Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Ron Daniels, YLD President. Welcome to The Good Lawyer podcast. Today, we are very excited to have District Attorney for the Oconee Judicial Circuit, Tim Vaughn, as our guest. Now, this is a special episode for me because I've known Tim since at least high school. I actually job shadowed him uh, when I was in ninth grade. And I don't know if he remembers that or not, but welcome to the podcast, Tim. Good to be here. You are the district attorney for the Oconee Judicial Circuit, which I'm proud to tell people because I have it memorized. Is Dodge, Bleckley, Pulaski, Telfair, Wheeler, and Montgomery Counties. Uh, it's the six-county judicial circuit. You've been the DA since 1994, and I think you are currently the longest serving district attorney in the state of georgia i am uh, so you have outlasted everybody else i have
1: kind of like the same way i got to be da i outlasted everybody that worked here
0: <laughs> well in, in fact i think i know you did in law school you worked for some civil firms but almost all of your practice has been in the district attorney's office i, I worked uh for two years, when I was in Macon with uh,
1: O'Neill Brown and Sizemore, which was uh, Manley Brown and Lamar Sizemore, and uh, learned a lot from both of them. Both of those gentlemen are fine lawyers. And uh, then I came back here as the law clerk for the circuit for about 15 months and worked with Judge Lawson and Judge West, learned also a lot from the two of them. And then I started in the DA's office in October of 1985 and uh, worked as an assistant almost 10
0: years and then became DA in 94. And here you are. Here I am. So I'm going to hit you with the loaded question. Tim, what makes a good lawyer? That's
1: a a short question, but not necessarily a simple question. I've tried to to think about what qualities and what uh, really makes it work for someone. Uh, First, I would say, The lawyer has to be a good listener and they have to listen. Uh, I say, I don't really have clients in the purest sense, uh, but you have to listen, I do, to law enforcement and victims and others that have knowledge about cases and feelings about cases. And of course, when you get to court, you need to be able to listen and read jurors. And then when you're dealing with judges, you need to be able to read and understand that judge and what that judge expects of you and and what they want in a certain situation to satisfy them on whatever the issue at hand is. So you've got to be a good listener and, and like I said, by that, a, a reader of people and, and kind of, um, in old terms, maybe read the tea leaves, kind of see, you know, what's going on and uh, read the room and get a feel for kind of what's going on. And, you know, I travel around the six counties and even though there's probably, you know, around a hundred mile distance over the whole length of the circuit, each county is different in some respects. And, And people think differently about some issues in different counties and you have to be attuned to those situations and what is important to them and uh, what they like to see is a fellow once told me in my line of work, you cannot give people more law enforcement than they will accept. So you have to be, you know, be able to, again, understand if the kind of case that you're prosecuting for it's really important uh, to the people of that particular uh, geography or venue. Uh, and, you know, and kind of proceed ever how you determine
0: that to be. As you've gone through your career, have there been mentors or not even mentors, just people you've seen or encountered lawyers or judges that you would just, something happened, they did something, they said something that you just thought, you know, that's a really good lawyer. I, I
1: have. Uh one that comes to mind and, and you probably you may have known him or he he may have been deceased before you really came around um was billy walker from mccray and uh billy was a cigar chewing liquor drinking old-timey lawyer but he emulated what i have just said he could he he knew he knew his people and he knew if, if you had him in Telfair County, his home representing someone, you had your work cut out for you because he knew how to read the people and he knew who was kin to who and and and, and all the alliances that had been created uh, through the years. But Billy was a good lawyer and a good man. And uh, I'll tell you one funny story. Back when I first became DA, he and I would talk. A lot of times, and it really wasn't about a particular case. We would just talk, and occasionally, he would call me up, and he'd say, Vaughn, he said, y'all need to arrest somebody. I need some money. <laughs> and that, but that was just his humor and uh, the kind of relationship that we had. But Billy was a, was a good
0: man and a good lawyer. You know, you're you talking about Walker and I've heard a lot of stories about Mr. Walker over the years but when you're talking about going the different counties and how different they are in a judicial circuit you know the thing that always strikes me is I don't remember if it was Mr. Will Ed Smith or Mr. Wilton that that would always say that you know in one county you wear your socks with holes in them and another county you wear a blazer with khakis and you don't wear the full suit but uh, have you had any experience kind of like that, that you have to tailor maybe your delivery or, or what image you present as you travel a circuit? Uh, I haven't really noticed uh, that as much, but
1: if you go back to to one thing that I probably should have added along with the, the listening part of my initial uh, talk was that uh a lawyer has to learn how to be their own self, their own lawyer, their, their own personality. Just because some lawyer may be able to get up and shout and preach and beat the podium and carry on like a primitive Baptist preacher and it looked good on, that might not work for me and you. I've never been one ready to, to carry on. It's better just to get up there and, you know, kind of lay out whatever the situation is. And that works for me, but that's not to say that it, that would work for everybody else. And so you've got to find, I don't know if you call it a niche, but younger lawyers going to have to figure out what works for them and what doesn't make them look like a fool.
0: <laughs> but it's it's funny you say that because you've been in the position of, of being the DA for since 1994. You've had a lot of young lawyers come through that, I'm assuming you had some hand in mentoring, but I hopefully have. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I think you have to, I mean, you have a small office. Currently you have seven, seven ADAs. I I couldn't remember the exact number. That's the most we've ever had. And you know that you interact with everybody every day, virtually. And, And I
1: tell them, it's like the way you do a calendar call or prepare for a trial. There's no uh, cookie cutter version of that. You got to come up with your own plan, like keeping up with evidence in a major case where there's a lot of evidence. You've got to come up with some plan that works for you and how you do your presentation. And you can talk to others and get ideas and you can watch other people, but you've got to, and some of it is going to be trial by error and uh, see what works for you and how you. Um, you know, make your presentation. And, and again, what looks smooth and natural to you may not be that to
0: somebody else. And what is somebody else wouldn't be to you. So. And you've had an entire career as essentially as a trial lawyer, a litigator, certainly different in the transactional world and, and things like that. But would you say jurors can kind of sense when you're putting on and you're not being yourself? I think absolutely they can. When you're trying
1: to be, something that you're not or act some way that is not natural to your personality i think they can see right through it and, and it, it affects your credibility with them and once you lose your credibility with them
0: you're you're done you're toast mm-hmm. you kind of have an interesting position because you you are an elected official and i imagine sometimes people are happy with what you're doing but i imagine sometimes two people uh, get kind of upset at what you're doing or you, you, they, they don't maybe see the law the way that the law is written or the way you do. How, how do you deal with something like that?
1: I kind of compare it to being a car seller. If you're selling the car to the seller, the price is going to be too low and to the buyer, the price is going to be too high and vice versa. If, you know, the shoe's on the other foot. Well, if it's your house that got broke into you may not think that I'm harsh enough on the person that we're prosecuting, but if it's your child that broke into somebody else's house, you may think that I'm too harsh. So, you know, you just have to try to be consistent and uh, cross the board fair with how you deal with people, and most of them
0: will eventually see that. Not all of them, but most of them. Sort of to wrap up that thought, does that you think that goes back to what you were saying about a good lawyer has to be a good listener, and it, Some Mm -hmm. people just want to be heard. And a lot of times
1: um, people uh, just want somebody to sit down and talk to them about the case and what's going on with it and be honest with them as to what the outcomes will be. Don't build it up that this person's going to prison for 100 years when you know they're not. uh, If They broke into a car. And, you know, if it's a family member that wants to talk to you of the defendant, Don't tell them that the person's going to get probation when you know they're going to go to prison. Just be honest with them. And they may not necessarily initially like what you had to say, but again, most of the time
0: in the end, they will appreciate you for being straight up with them. Well, Tim, thank you for coming on the podcast with us today. Uh, And thank you for listening. If you like our podcast, please like and subscribe and share, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. And until next time, this is YLD President Ron Daniels signing off. This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607.